This episode contains drug references. If you or someone you know needs help, call the National Alcohol and Other Drugs Hotline on 1-800-250-015 if you're in Australia or your relevant national hotline if you're overseas. Cocaine Bear is the kind of movie that, had it not taken place in real life, would simply never have been conceived because of how bizarre it is. I mean, the premise itself raised my eyebrows in curiosity and dread as I wondered, how did a bear manage to go on a drug-fueled rage? I realised that I was asking too many questions leading up to watching this movie, but I recognised also that Cocaine Bear had a lot in common with Spielberg's 1975 blockbuster Jaws. You see, back in 1997, Roger Ebert unfavorably compared another movie, Dante's Peak, to the Spielberg classic and that the volcano played the role of the shark. Now, obviously, this is to talk about how that movie was unoriginal, but Cocaine Bear, in many respects, was a much more egregious ripoff of Jaws, but the true origins of the story kind of acted as the movie's get-out-of-jail-free card. But I suppose if we can overlook the uh, similarities between this movie's premise and Jaws' premise, then I think we can uh, give a better sort of analysis of this movie. Now, is Cocaine Bear a shockingly good movie, or is it brutally terrible? We'll talk about all of these and much more today on Enjoy the Movie. Everybody, my name's Tony, and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. So yes, today we will be talking about Cocaine Bear, directed by Elizabeth Banks. So, okay, there's more to this movie than just a bear going on a rampage. Well, it's got... So basically, Cocaine Bear sees different people from different walks of life coming together to fight the bear. One of these is a mother and a daughter named Sari and Dee Dee, played by Kerry Russell and Brooklyn Prince, respectively. Now, Dee Dee and her friend Henry, played by Christian Connery, end up running into the forest where the bear is uh, roaming around, and they end up getting lost, and the mother has to go find them before the bear does. And at the same time, a drug smuggler named Sid, played by Ray Liotta, has to go find the cocaine... That, that the bear is consuming before he loses it all. And he enlists the help of uh, a man named David and his son Eddie, played by O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Aiden Enronhike, respectively. Sorry if I butchered the name, but yeah, so all of these have to, all of these more or less come together and they end up facing the bear in there who gets in the way of their respective objectives and they have to, um, well, survive essentially. The thing is, there's a lot, I think, that makes this movie interesting. Now, here's the thing. I think Cocaine Bear, at first, was not a bad movie. Actually, it's not, it's not a disaster, is what I'm trying to say. But I feel that it's fair to kind of look at the things that do work about the movie, because there definitely are a few. Case in point, the setting. Okay, so the movie is set in a national park in the south of the United States of America. And all of these characters, you know, the mom and the drug dealers, they're all, like, come together in this location to fulfill their goals. They don't share their 
like they're very different goals, different motivations, and yet they're both they have a reason to be there. And so the the threat of the bear being the threat of the bear going after them is justified, even though they could easily get like it, you think at first that you can easily oh yeah they could just get out of it. No, they can't. There's a well justified reason they can't because you know well for the drug dealer he has to for Sid the drug dealer he has to pick up his cocaine. And sell it on the market, otherwise he'll get in trouble. With you know, he'll get in trouble for losing the cocaine. And the mom has to save her daughter from the bear, you know, before the bear goes and kills her. You know, so there's definitely some justification for why they can't leave where they are. And I feel like even though it's an open location, there is a sense that you're like there's a sense of being trapped. And you can't get out of there. And I think this is what makes the movie very scary. And I love it. Now, um, I wanted to also bring to... I also wanted to talk about the bear. I think the bear... Here's the thing. Look, I'm not trying to be an authoritative source on black bears. But I heard, from what I heard, they tend to be kind of more territorial. And like they tend to avoid human contact when they can. But in this movie, the black bear is, well, very, well, violent and very aggressive. I mean, I guess that's probably because of the cocaine, because cocaine tends to make, I think, people, I think it tends to make people kind of more willing to take risks in a way. I don't know. The details behind it is a bit, you know, I'm not going to talk about the details, but the but suffice it to say... Um, the bear, the bear is funny because usually in real life, in real life, we have a, had this, the bear, it was actually a black bear. And in the movie, it is a black bear too, but black bears are very territorial and they're not usually very aggressive. But in this movie, you know, it's used up cocaine. So I guess cocaine makes people, you know, more kind of willing to take risks in a way. So I guess I could see why the bear gets, you know, the bear is, you know, would go on a rampage. And also, I feel like this is part of a trend that I've noticed in movies with black bears and brown bears and whatever. What I noticed is that brown bears tend to be portrayed as more kind of amicable, like at least more adorable creatures, more like they appear more friendly. That's what I'm going to say. Whereas black bears tend to be portrayed as kind of savages, like like a savages bordering on demonic in a way, and I think that's not entirely fair. Now, the thing about brown bears, in reality, the brown bears are the ones that would be more aggressive. Like when they see a human being, they would get up to him and quite possibly maul him to death. And if you have a and if the brown bear would ingest cocaine, then yeah, it would be a far more terrifying threat than a black bear would. But you know what? I don't think it really ruined the movie for me. I feel like, for me, what now what I notice is that, unfortunately, this is I think an unfortunate observation that I made is that black bears, because of the the color of their fur, like it just it exudes. The way, depending on how you portray it, it exudes kind of has this sort of harsh contrast to everything else, every other color 
around it and it's very and it can be like sometimes they tend to be big and aggressive so that would make them even more threatening than brown bears would appear you know so i suppose this is why black bears in movies tend to be kind of more um they tend to be portrayed as more kind of violent than they really are but again i'm not really an authoritative source on uh bears <laughs> i'm just i'm just telling you what i know like, if you want to learn about bears and whatever, I say go to the library and pick up a book. Don't watch Cocaine Bear <laughs> to learn about bears. <laughs> anyway, though, but the bear itself, actually, like, I think is very scary. Like, I love the bear. It's honestly really scary. Um, like, it's just, you can tell that, like, if you put the differences aside, like, in terms of, like, brown bear versus black bear differences aside, he's a genuinely intimidating creature. Like, he's big, he's loud, and on, and when he's fueled with drugs, like, he's very aggressive, and he, like, he just runs and he, like, hops up the tree. Literally, he hops up the tree like it's nothing to it. And it's honestly terrifying. Like, I think the bear here was really well done. And so that's what I like about it. I guess the one thing that kind of really bothered me about uh, this movie was, well, well, in regards to the bear, that is. Well, here's the thing. Spielberg, when he made the movie Jaws, he didn't really in, we didn't really get a glimpse of what the, the shark looked like, and looked like until much later in the movie. Apparently, that was to make, uh, make it increase the suspense. Um, make us increase the suspense and like our dread, sense of dread from when the shark attacks. I wish I wish Elizabeth Banks had taken a note out of Spielberg's textbook, i.e. Jaws, because I feel like as soon as you introduce the beast before the before it starts to kind of manifest itself in its true form, I think you'll take away from the sense of danger that you're trying to aim for so like because it starts like with the with this couple that's like in the forest and then they see the bear high on cocaine and then it's like oh it's cute and then the bear like i mean we see the bear and then it gets bigger and bigger and whatever and it eats them but here's the thing like like i said you know like because we didn't really because we saw the bear we kind of know what it looks like so the sense of um dread and the sense of kind of like tension is like oh man oh man this is gonna be a bear i don't know how big it's going to be and whatever the kind of our lack of understanding of what the thing the danger looks like i feel like it's diluted and i don't like that but again it didn't ruin the movie so much for me unlike some other things <laughs> but we'll get to those in a minute I just want to say here, the acting here in this movie is really good. Um, even though sometimes the characters themselves can be really stupid, I'll tell you. Honestly, like, I feel that I think the the most likable characters are uh, Ray Liotta's Sid and the mom, the mom and the girl. Because they're, they're I think, the people that make the most... Uh, kind of realistic, sensible decisions throughout the movie. Like, okay, so there's clearly tension between the mom and the girl. Like, she, the mom is apparently, like, like the, the relationship between her and uh, Dee Dee is not exactly, like, it's very tense, so Dee Dee runs away into the forest, and, uh, well, the story happens. 
I feel like, yeah, the the mom, I feel like, yeah, the, the mom here is really good. Like, I like the mom, and uh, Carrie Russell portrays her really nicely. I like her performance, as well as Brooklyn Prince as Dee Dee. But on the other hand, I found some of the characters, like, like David and uh, Eddie are, well, I didn't like, like, I didn't hate them, but I also found them a little bit stupid, and, well, maybe, but I feel like we had, <sighs> okay, David and Eddie, I feel, are a little bit, like, they're, they're not horrible, but I kind of feel they're a little bit meh, so, like, they end up, like, like, when the bear comes up to them, like, they're armed with guns, and they don't shoot the thing. Why aren't you shooting it? They don't shoot the bear. And they're like, oh, oh, no, what do I do? It's like, it's just, I feel like, nah, that's just very stupid, and I don't like that. I think they're very dumb. Way too dumb, honestly. It's just, no. Even as the performances by O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Aiden Ehrenreich. Sorry. No, I... <laughs> Even as these two give their best, these two actors give the best performance they can, I kind of feel the characters are a little bit, nah, they're, they're just, I didn't like these. I wasn't a fan of those. They weren't that interesting. Instead, I wanted to really see more of Ray Liotta because, well, he's the drug kingpin responsible for the drugs coming into the US and then falling off, off the plane into the park where the bear is. So... And he's going off to look for them and search for them. So I kind of wanted him to have a bigger presence on the screen than he does have in the movie. So it was a massive letdown. Not only is it a letdown, but it's rather odd. Like, like instead of focusing on these two hapless idiots, you know, going and, like, looking for the drugs and then getting into trouble, you know, sometimes of their own doing, you know, why don't you just have Ray Liotta looking, uh, looking for the drugs himself? You know, it's just... He's got the most to get out of finding his drugs anyway. And yet, he's not in the movie until, like, at least he's, he doesn't have a real part in the movie to be in f until, like, the last 20 minutes. It really bugs me because, well, like, like, he has a clear motivation. And his character is really cool, actually. Like, like he's this very aggressive, kind of uh, cutthroat, no-nonsense kind of... Uh, kingpin with armed, armed with like this really big gun, you know, and and he's portrayed, performed really, w and and he's portrayed brilliantly by Ray Liotta, and yet he's not in the movie that much. So I feel like it really takes away from, kind of like it really, really sort of doesn't do the character justice. I feel, and Ray Liotta, like I mean, look, he's a great actor. You know, you have that. You have him in your movie. You might as well make the most out of him, and yet the movie doesn't use him that much. Despite this uh, unfortunate thing with uh, Ray Liotta, I think um, the movie was shaping up to be a yeah, pretty decent movie until we got to the climax. Here's what happens. Okay, so spoiler alert here. I think I'm gonna be spoiling it for the rest of the episode. So the mom, Dee Dee, and Sid and the gang all team up together in the cave where the bear lives and discover that it's got cubs. Why exactly do we need the cubs? I didn't like the introduction of the cubs. I feel like they kind of distracted from the main conflict in the movie that is like survival. And it's like, well, I'm trying to survive, but it's like, should I kill the threat 
that is, you know, threatening to kill me or should I let it live and possibly let it kill me because it's got cubs? It really introduced a question that I feel shouldn't really need to be asked in a movie like Cocaine Bear. Like, okay, like, I don't need every movie to be like an ethics uh, assignment every time. Every time, like, it's like, oh, which one is more important, this or this? Like, but I sometimes it's okay for a movie to have good guys and bad guys where the good guys destroy the bad guy, eliminate the threat, and live happily ever after. There's nothing wrong with that. Instead, instead, the characters literally debate on a debate whether they should uh, kill the bear. Now, the mom is like, oh, we should, I don't know. It's like, well, the, the characters like, they're like, oh, we shouldn't kill the bear. But Ray Liotta is like, no, we should kill the bear. Why? Is it to make him the bad guy? I mean, he's already the bad guy. He's introducing drugs into the country. He's already the bad guy. Like, why make him even more the bad guy? If, like, like it, it, to absolutely no benefit other than just, like, r- like, pulling back on the movie's momentum and just slowing everything down. Also, like, the final showdown between the characters, between our heroes and the bear is really, really, like, very... Also, the the showdown between the heroes and the bear is very underwhelming. Like, the the bear comes in, the mama bear, that is, comes in, cocaine bear, comes in and is about to kill everybody, but then Ray Liotta shoots the thing, and it falls down the waterfall in a fall that basically should have killed the thing, like, like make sh- made sure to finish it off. And yet, when uh, Ray Liotta picks up the uh, bit of cocaine, the bear, at the uh, like, all the, all the way down the waterfall, smells the cocaine somehow, climbs back up, and kills Ray Liotta. Like, and, and, like it does that, like, nothing happened. Like, like, the guy didn't just shoot the thing, like, five seconds ago. It's really dumb, and I didn't like it. Like, why did... Also, why did it have to happen? Like, the thing is about to kill everybody it comes across. It's like we made... We were building this up to be like a hell beast. And yet, we have to kind of keep it alive? That's like keeping the shark from Jaws alive. And it's like, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe the shark has kids. I'm not gonna kill it. And then... And then in... Then they'll have a reason to make Jaws too. <laughs> like, like it's just no. I didn't like this. It really, it didn't. It didn't make sense for me. Like, not only should the bear, like the fall, the kind of injuries in the fall that the bear sustained should have killed the thing. Not only is the bear not dead, but it actually kills Ray Liotta. So the payoff that we were building up for in the movie. He's gone. There is no payoff. The threat is still out there. The bear is out there. It's going to kill people. At some point, if it comes across anybody else in the future, it's going to kill them. Like that, that's that that's that's all we can say, you know. And then actually, and it does, like seemingly does that at the end. Like we have this last scene before the credits roll. Like these tourists come, he's like, Oh, look, it's a cute bear, and then the bear runs towards them and kills them. Like in like the couple from the uh, from first scene in the movie. So overall, there is no resolution for the movie. I wasn't resolved. Like our fears, the story 
hasn't ended yet, and it feels like this is perfect breeding ground for a Jaws 2 type of sequel. Who knows, we might end up with, a, like, Cocaine Bear, The Revenge, maybe, 15 years from now. I'm just saying. But you know what? I don't want to give anybody any nasty ideas. Cocaine Bear has a very strange premise. Yeah, it's based on uh, a real-life movie, but a lot clearly a lot of creative liberties were taken in the making of this movie. And the story itself was uh, it was it was strange. I mean, it's jaws but with a bear and drugs. And I guess that's what makes the movie very pretty unique. And it's and it's well acted by Kerry Russell, uh Brooklyn Prince and Ray Liotta and the rest of the gang. Like, the cast did the best they could, but they pay off in the movie, and some of the characters, like David and Eddie, uh, they were very underwhelming. The ending, I think, was the worst offender, though, here in the movie. Overall, Cocaine Bear was okay. And that concludes today's episode of Enjoy the Movie, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you want more reviews, then don't forget to check out my Letterboxd profile down in the link in the description below, where you get more reviews from the past couple years and more on the way. So thanks again for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you next time. If you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to get in touch with us then please leave a comment or go to the links in the description we're available on apple podcasts spotify wherever you get your podcasts we're there also be sure to share the podcast with your peers and online thank you for listening enjoy the movie was hosted by tony Saad. the music and logo were created by clara Saad. enjoy the movie is created by tony Saad. copyright tony Saad 2023